0: This episode of Weight Inclusive Innovators is brought to you by WIND, Weight Inclusive Nutrition and Dietetics. Is your five-year CEU cycle coming to an end? Are you tired of having to get so much of your continuing education from weight-centric trainings? Listen up because WIND has what you're looking for. Register now for the virtual WIND symposium and access the webinars at the end of April. This is an accessible learning opportunity. Watch and listen from anywhere on your own time. You'll hear and learn from experts, activists, and educators about the future of weight inclusive care and get to meet fellow weight inclusive RDs. The virtual WIN Symposium is in application for nine CEUs. Pair it with WIN's Foundation of Weight Inclusive Care workshop for over 20 CEUs total. Go to weightinclusivenutrition.com to get info about these events and more.
1: Welcome to the Weight Inclusive Innovators Podcast. My name is Hannah Turnbull, and I'm Morgan Sinclair. We're to non-diet dietitians, entrepreneurs, and Enneagram Sevens here to talk shop about the business side of things. From managing a team of clinicians to building a cohesive
0: brand to figuring out how the heck to pay yourself, we get deep down in it, talking about what it
1: actually takes to start, run, and grow your weight inclusive business, the good and the messy. We know your degree didn't include any business classes, at least not any applicable to what you're doing now as an entrepreneur. This is why we are on a mission to bring business education to other weight-inclusive clinicians. Say sayonara to all the hours spent on Google and hello to information that is actually relevant. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, weight-inclusive innovators. Today, we were supposed to be talking about how to land a speaking gig. Womp womp. <laughs> But uh, we just got rejected from a speaking gig and we're feeling quite uninspired. So we're going to do a little pivot. That that episode will come to you eventually, but today's not the day. Today is not the day. No, but today we're going to be doing something light, casual and chatting about My personal favorite quarterly journal prompts. These are also prompts that you can bring on a little coffee date with your business bestie and go through them together. They're very fun to be able to reflect and dream about what's coming. But before we dive into into today's episode, we're going to check in with Hannah. Hello, Hannah. Hello. How are you? I am. I'm a little bit of a sleepy girl today. That makes sense. It's 8 p.m. where you are. It's yeah, it's late. It's getting late. But what were your business highs and lows of the week?
0: Okay. So it's funny that we gave that disclaimer in the beginning about speaking gigs and how to land it and how we don't want to talk about that. I'm going to say my high this week was a speaking gig that I did, (laughs) (laughs) but I got this speaking gig like six months ago. It was with the nutrition entrepreneurs DPG through the Academy, um, which, you know, we have feels about the Academy. But I'm not going to say no to a speaking gig that's paid, and also where I get to talk about what I want to talk about, which is group practice and values and weight inclusive care. So, what are you going to do? Um, So I had that talk this week, and it felt so good. It was a 45 minute talk, and then 15 minute Q and A. And I never time my talks. I'm just like whatever. I can stretch things out, or I can cut it short. I'm very on the fly kind of presenter. I actually prefer if I have zero slides, but here we are in a world of expectations of slides and it went so well. I just felt in my element. I know exactly what to talk about, what people want to hear, how to inspire them. And it was so easy. Like I didn't have to do a ton of prep. The only thing I had to prep were slides, which is super eye roll, but it, it went really well. And it felt like it didn't take as much energy as it has in the past, because I feel like I really got it down to be able to talk about. So that was my high this week. Oh, I
1: love that. Yes. Uh, you know speaking gigs are so fun and it's a lot of fun whenever you get to do it in an environment like that. Cause I yes. also uh, spoke with the nutrition entrepreneurs DPG. And it's just you already know that you're gonna have like something in common with them and they yep. like are showing up because they wanna learn from you and uh, that's such yes. a good feeling. And I, I love talking shop, as you know,
0: which is why we talk every single freaking week on the Weight Inclusive Innovators podcast. Um, okay. And also, obviously, we just got rejected from Fincy, which we talked about a little bit on our last episode. And thank you guys for those who emailed us and were like, we still want to hear your talk. <laughs> that was so wholesome and lovely. So we appreciate also, you.
1: I just want to make a disclaimer. I feel like we've been talking about we've said it at least three times already, but how we've gotten rejected by fancy. We're not that torn up about it. No,
0: the irony of our schedule, our podcast scheduling. We're just like,
1: oh, this is funny. Yeah. Um, yes. At the beginning of every quarter is when we kind of sit down and map out what we want to talk about for the quarter, which by yes. the way, if there's anything you want us to talk about, let us know. We'll add it. Yes. The schedule. But we'll literally this talk is- about anything. This was the last talk that we had scheduled for, uh, to record in Q1. And so the fact that all this timing is just perfect, lovely. perfect, 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 perfect.
0: perfect. <laughs> my low this week is I am not using my time wisely. I'm feeling very crunched for time. Um, tomorrow I'm like, I told you before we started recording, I'm getting LASIK slash PRK on my eyes so that I can see and not have to wear my glasses that are falling apart. Um, that's going to take me out of commission for a few days, which is giving me a lot of anxiety because I, it, it's not a control thing. It's more of like an independence. I want to be able to work on things when I want to and do what I want to. And then to have to depend on my partner to like drive me to appointments and things. I'm like, Meh, no, I want to like, I want my eyes to work, but I, I know it'll be worth it in the long run. I like ran out of contacts and I'm just sick of the nightly routine of touching my eye, taking my contacts out and mm-hmm. then like just already wanting to be in bed. <laughs> and so <laughs> it'll be good, but it's going to take me out for a couple days. So that's my low because I'm already not being smart with my time this week and I'm going to get behind. So mm. the next 48 hours, I might lose a little bit of sleep and I'll just catch up this weekend because that's all I can do because my eyes will be out of commission. That's my go. low.
1: Hey! Perfect time to listen to a bunch of podcasts.
0: Yes, that's what I'm really stoked about. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna listen to an audio book for book club, which yes. I need to get set up.
1: <gasps> what are you listening to?
0: Um, that's a really great question. I should find out what the book is. <laughs> <laughs> I know the next one we're gonna read for June is Braiding Sweetgrass. Um, but let me just
1: pull up my Goodreads real quick. Yeah, I'm curious. I also just uh, Got. wait, have we talked about Libby yet? Do you have Libby? Okay. I don't have a, I can't get access to my library card. Why? I need to. Yeah, you do. For those well, Hannah pulls it up for those who don't know, I was very anti audiobook for a long time because I just liked the physical book. And then I was convinced to listen to the Dutch house on audiobook because Tom Hanks narrates it and he's got an awesome voice, like really nostalgic. And then someone told me about Libby. So I did that all through like audible, but, and then I canceled it. Cause I was like, I don't listen to enough audiobooks. And then someone told me about Libby, which is basically a app for public libraries and where I live in Houston, I'm eligible for like two different public libraries. So like the Houston public library, and then like our County and they have, they either have audiobooks that you can rent like uh or like check out get loaned whatever the proper terminology is like you would like a regular book from the library or it can get delivered to your kindle or you can read it on your phone but that yes. doesn't seem great anyway and so i was like okay well maybe i'll give audiobooks a try if they are personal development self-help books or like autobiographies where the author is reading it i was like that seems really great well I was on a train ride back from a trip, which I'll get to in a minute, and I'm reading a book right now for book club that I need to finish before Tuesday of next week. And I was on a train for five hours, and I was like, "Great time to Woo! listen to an audiobook." And I usually don't listen to fiction books on audiobook, and I did, and I was like, "Wait, I actually really love this." Oh, so now I'm just like, it. I know I feel like I'm like turning a new leaf. Anyway, um. What's your- it's a long rant for not a lot of purpose. (laughs) What book are you reading? It was great. We loved it. Um, It's called Under the
0: Whispering Door. It's by the same author as the something about the Cerulean Sea, which I feel like has been a really popular book. So that is what I will be reading. I, okay, here's my complaint. One, I just need to get my ass to the library and get a library card so I can use Libby. Two, I would love a subscription to audiobooks that is unlimited and I can read as many as I want. Amazon's annoying because they make you pay per book, I think, unless they've changed that. And I'm just like, I'm not going to pay you $20 a month for one book. Aren't I supposed to save money because I'm saving paper and materials? Like, I don't know. So if you know that website that will give you unlimited audiobooks, let me know. Are you about
1: to blow my mind? All I'm saying is that I'm pretty sure you can have up to 20 books in Libby at a time. Amazing. It, but you also have to wait like, for books. Okay, which blows my depends. mind. Depends. Not always. You don't always have to wait for books. It just depends on how many copies they have.
0: Yes. That's what I didn't understand for a long time. I'm like, "Can't you have unlimited copies because it's digital?" But then that doesn't make sense to do either. Because it's still like it comes from a value place, right? Of like yes. if you only okay. have 20 digital copies, then that makes the book more valuable versus unlimited. Anybody can have it like for the yeah. author's purpose.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, I have like, I just have a list of 10 books that I like want to listen to eventually. And I just kind of like go through each one as they're available.
0: I would just like to say, I just pulled up Amazon and they do have Kindle Unlimited and it's $9.99 a month for unlimited reading and listening if you're in a pinch.
1: I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a Kindle person. I don't like reading on a tablet. Oh, I thought that would be for odd. Aud- oh, I guess it's not audible. There's got to be audible and limited,
0: right? Ugh, I don't know. We'll see. I'll report we'll back. See. Anyway, enough about my learning about audiobooks and how I'm not going to be able to see for several days.
1: What's your highs and low? Both my highs and lows are related to a little weekend trip that I went on. Not super business high, but it's okay. You're living your best Spain life, (laughs) living living my life in Spain. So uh, we just went to San Sebastian, which is in the Basque country, which is like right on the, it's like the North coast of Spain, right on the border of France. And it was lovely. It looked fucking beautiful.
0: If you guys don't follow Morgan on Instagram, you're missing out because we can all live vicariously through her.
1: Yes, it was Lovely. We uh, got there on Sunday, stayed until Tuesday. So it was just a super quick, like 48 hour trip and met some really cool people. So this was a high because I got to like be in a new place and I'm always inspired when I'm in a new place. And so I feel like I came back to work this week, just feeling really rejuvenated, but we met so many cool people. So um, one of my favorite things to do when I go to new places is to get on Bumble because what better way to get really good local recommendations and buy like cute guys in the city.
0: Um, real quick. One of my friends, friends are living in Argentina right now and she uses
1: dating apps to practice her Spanish. Okay. That too. Yes. yes. It's, Yes, also 10 out of 10 recommend that. Um it's very fun. It's very fun. And then like I mean the stakes are kind of low. Like who's going to actually want to like seriously date a girl that's only in the city for 2 days? And I see that in my little bio. I'm like here for 2 days in Madrid for a few weeks. Like it's not like I'm like fooling anyone that I'm like living here. Anyway, all that to say, matched with a guy on Bumble and he was like, "Wait, you're from Houston. I have family in Houston." Up like, what? Turns out two of his uncles live 10 minutes away from my parents. Small freaking world. Small freaking world. He it's also from Mexico city too. So anyway, needless to say, him and I met up for coffee. It was great. He has a really cool job where he, well, I won't, I won't share. I won't overshare about his life on the podcast. Anyway, he has a really cool job. He lives in San Sebastian, San Sebastian. Uh, and, uh, Got coffee, and then me and Jessica went out to a really bougie dinner with one of the most famous wine cellars in the world. They have a hundred thousand bottles in three different rooms in the Somali. Was it amazing? Oh my god, it was incredible. Oh my god, some of there was a bottle in there that was worth thirty five thousand euros. One bottle, one day, (laughs) maybe that's more than I paid myself my first year of entrepreneurship. Anyway, but on that tour, we met these two guys that are also from Texas. (laughs) So weird. And they're coming to Madrid tomorrow. And so we're going to hang out with them this weekend. Um, And then the next day we went to a like tapas. It's called Pinchos, but it's P-I-N-T-X-O-S for some, they have like, they don't just speak Spanish in the Basque country, they throw in X's into the words, which is essentially the same thing as like C H, but there's X's everywhere, which X is not a common language in Latin countries. And so it just like throws me off. Um, Anyway, so we had pinchos, which are tapas and it was me and Jessica and our new friend that we met. And then one of Hugo's friends came and we've all had some like tapas together and it was lovely right before we got on our train ride back home. Amazing. That's so Awesome.
0: So your What's high mine? is not business related, but life
1: related and you're living your best life because you're in Spain. Yes. My low is a little bit more business related. Like I mentioned, we had a five hour train ride back to Madrid and I was like, oh, yes, it was from like three to eight in the afternoon. I was like, going to get so much work done. Like, yes. Were you I, not I, a nauseous girl? Oh, you already know. I <laughs> thought it was going to be Okay. I have read on trains. I have worked on trains before. I read emails for 15 minutes and felt like I was going to throw up. And so I closed my laptop and my, nosh- my nausea didn't go away the whole time. So I ended no. up just sleeping because I was like, I can't even stand to be awake right now. And the train ride was also like way rougher going back to Madrid than it was going out to San Sebastian. So, oh, so you were able
0: crazy. to work on the way out?
1: I didn't. I was tired. So I slept then too. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self, don't plan to get anything done on trains, which is so annoying. Like that is the perfect time to get stuff done for work when you're stuck on a freaking train. I'm yeah. I was so annoyed because I've definitely have like worked on trains before and it's been fine. So I think it's just like, as I'm getting older, my emotion sickness is just getting like more and more sensitive, but
0: I hate that. I'm the same way, as you know, unless I'm driving, it just, how is somebody not entrepreneurs Put your brains together. Invent something to help us. Like I know you have okay. the C bands. I know we get the Dramamine. No, I have my enough. I
1: have my goggles. Please <laughs> didn't bring them with me. What goggles? What is this, dude? We've talked about this before. No the motion sickness like glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Are they like ski goggles? Like no, what? they. <laughs> Do you remember the straws that you had that you would like put on like glasses and it would go into the cup and you would drink out of it. They kind of look like that <laughs> they have circles in the front and they have circles on the side and they're like tubes and there's liquid in the bottom. And so it like keeps your eye balance at equilibrium. And it's apparently supposed to stop motion sickness. They have really good reviews on TikTok, really good reviews on Amazon. I will be sure to link them in the show notes. I have not used them yet, but I did get them for Christmas. I just didn't think I was going to need them for Spain. So I didn't bring them with me.
0: Damn it. I wanted to know if they worked. I, I do remember you briefly saying something about these funny straw like
1: goggles, but I didn't know they're for motion sickness. They are for motion sickness. Yep. Missed yeah. opportunity. Okay. I don't think I'm taking any more trains while I'm here though. So I think we'll be okay.
0: Ready to dive in?
1: Let's do it. So you've
0: heard us reference on the podcast before Amber Ray. She is the author of choose wonder over worry. We're both a fan of her work and she has some reflection questions that we posted in our accountability club for the first quarter Um for people to reflect on if they felt called to, if they wanted to. Sometimes it's nice to have a guided journal reflection, whether you want to say it out loud with a friend or read it in your journal. And we really enjoyed the questions. And since the quarter just ended, we wanted to answer them on the podcast and kind of just have a chill discussion.
1: This also feels very serendipitous because the first time I ever heard about or listened to Amber Ray was on a podcast on a train in Italy. And so we're like full circle, which I've been following her since then. I absolutely love her book. She's one Over worry, love following her on Instagram. She has some just like really cool graphics and yeah, questions. But these are, these are questions that I feel like I tend to, or like reflection, fill in the blanks, sentences, however you want to name them that I have like come back to a lot and i think on her instagram she usually does these every month so like we're going to be talking about the quarter she usually does every month but i think they're really great for any time frame that you're wanting to do
0: so the questions that we have here there's six of them are the highlight of this quarter was this quarter i want to feel i'll be over the moon if by the end of q2 i one pattern that i want to shift is this quarter i'll regret not
1: And the ways I'll nourish myself are, and so we're going to answer these. Yeah. We're going to, you're going to get like a live look into if Hannah and I were in the same city over a cup of coffee, just chatting through what we want this next quarter to look like, which is, I think it it was really fun. Like last week to like list out everything we want to do, which feels very like tangible, very task oriented. And this just feels really supportive to that. 100%.
0: And we didn't plan our answers ahead of time either. We're just going to kind of say what comes to mind, which I think is kind of the point of journaling and reflection. It's not a, I'm going to sit and really think how I need to list things out to be actionable and blah, blah, blah. So just a candid conversation from us today. So
1: Morgan, you should complete the first sentence. The The highlight of my last quarter was turning 30 and going to Spain. That's yeah, a no-brainer. done. Easy. <laughs> Duh. That is a no-brainer. It just felt like a time of so much excitement, so much renewal, so much creativity with like planning the birthday party, as well as just the creativity that comes with being in a new place.
0: I love that for you. Damn, that's a lot in one quarter. <laughs> it
1: was two, over the span two really two big weeks. things. <laughs> that's true. But this is, it's also kind of a, I don't want to say it's like a pattern of mine, but I think I'm, I think I'm really drawn to booking like bigger trips in March. Cause it's right after my birthday. So like whenever I moved to Italy, it was four days after my birthday when I turned 26, mm-hmm. no, nope, when I turned 25. So I think it's just, they just feel like they go hand in hand.
0: Totally makes sense. The highlight <laughs> of this last quarter for me was. I'm feeling the need to pull up my calendar and look, (laughs) but I I don't actually need to do that. So January, February, and March, I have such a hard time picking one. It kind of goes back to the favorites thing of like, what is your favorite movie? I'm like, I don't fucking know what mood am I in. If I had to pick one favorite thing slash my highlight, I would say it was going to Mexico with my partner. And it makes sense for both of us that it's travel, right? And so I went to Mexico City and Puebla for six days. Maybe it was five. It was a long weekend. And it was the first time that I went international this year because I got to go to Houston to see you, which was also a highlight, but I can only pick one. (laughs) Um, Fine, I
1: would have picked Mexico too.
0: (laughs) But it was just awesome to get to go back to where... You and I traveled together for the first time, me going to Mexico City for the first time. It's where I met my partner. I got to go meet his family. And we got to go on a beautiful trip and go see some parts of Mexico that maybe I wouldn't otherwise see being with somebody who is native. And it just gave me a lot of perspective. You and I both relate to getting away to have new perspectives, to be inspired. And it really gave me the perspective of... Life is more than just hustling all the time in your business, even though I love a hustle, but why we do what we do is so that we can go on adventures if that's in alignment with your values and what's priority in your life and getting to actually be on that adventure and be strolling down a beautiful cobblestone street in a warm place where everybody speaks a different language than you. And eating amazing food and getting to spend time with really awesome people. It just, you're just like, wow, like this is life. This is why we do what we do. And so just getting to have that experience, which I have regularly when I travel,
1: um, that was my highlight. It's just reminds me of my why mm-hmm. right there with you, new place, new streets to explore, new food to eat. It's great. Next question.
0: This quarter, I want to feel grounded.
1: I feel like this is what I would
0: say every quarter. I want to feel grounded. I want to feel grounded. So maybe that's what I want, but I I don't know if I'm actually going to feel that because I have a lot of changes happening in Q2. So maybe what I want to say is I want to feel on top of things.
1: Proactive.
0: Uh, Ooh, I like that. I want to feel proactive. Proactive. I want to feel like I'm not just taking things as they come and I'm actually handling them in appropriate time. And I think in order for me to do that, there's also an element of being grounded and slowing down a bit because there's going to be a lot of changes for me in Q2. Um, Graduation, some personal life stuff, and taking time off. I'm taking over a week off to go to Mexico again, and then I'm taking two weeks off after graduation from everything. And so in order to be able to do both of those
1: things, I need to be proactive in getting stuff done timely. I'm going to need some help with placing a feeling to what I want. Maybe you can help me with this. this quarter. I want to feel the first word that comes to mind, which is not actually a feeling is compartmentalized. Ooh, I feel like my brain can get so chaotic wrapped up in all of my tasks that I'm like thinking of the 20 tasks that I have to do over the seven or eight projects that I'm working on. And I want it to be more like, I guess, focused Mm. is a good word in, in the sense of like, I want to reflect on kind of my ideal schedule again and look at division of time amongst the different projects that I'm working on. I'm at a point now where there's no projects that I'm doing in quarter two that I can't reference a past project of knowing how long things are going to be take or how long things are going to take me or what I can expect to put towards as a time commitment. And so I think reflecting on that and wanting to feel focused in my work and not feel pulled in a million directions within the span of an hour.
0: I think you nailed it by saying focused. The other words that came to mind for me is organized, one track mind, present, but I, I feel focused is exactly when you're focused on one thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then everything is compartmentalized because you're just in this compartment.
1: Yeah. I uh, will be over the moon if by the end of Q2, I have a sold out trip to Italy. <laughs> Woo! You're going to yes. do it. I have eight spots total, plus me, plus a photographer. So technically 10, two of them are spoken for. I have six spots left. I am nervous because an international trip first for, I would say most people is a pretty big commitment. And then there's people like me and you that are like, yeah, let's go international next month. (laughs) So my brain keeps going to like like, oh, I'm nervous about this because we're about six months out now. And that feels like it's not enough time to plan an international trip and all of that. But then I have to remember that like the target audience for the eating expedition is people more like me and you, where they like hear about it, get pumped and like commit regardless of how long in the future. And reflecting back to last year's trip, I think I only had about two or three signed up at this time last year too, I had most of the people sign up in May and June and maybe well, one in July.
0: Here's the thing with that. You're doing all of the planning. So all they have to do is sign up and book their flight. There's nothing Literally. Else to do. So it doesn't, they don't need six months to plan it out. They're just fucking going. Mm-hmm. And I yep. think people are more likely to book in May and June because they're in summer mode and they can feel like, oh yes, vacation. Oh yes, I want adventure. Oh, somebody's going to plan all that for me. Fuck. Yeah. Let's go. Thank you for that. I need that validation. Mm-hmm. I'll be over the moon. If by the end of Q2, I have a van and I have taken three trips in it.
1: Ooh.
0: Hopefully by the time this podcast episode launches, I will have closed on the van And we'll shit, serious. Yeah. We're having the call today to close it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So the van we're getting is through a company called Dave and Matt vans. It's very awesome. It's perfect for my partner and I and our dogs. And we want to be weekend warriors for a while and take some long trips and go be out in nature. Maybe eventually we'll live in it full time. Who knows? But for the next couple years, we're looking at some sick adventures. One pattern that I want to shift is,
1: oh, <laughs> damn. I'm glad you're going first on this one because I need some time to think.
0: And there's so many I want to shift. Um, one of them is snoozing my alarm because I hate it. I want to train myself to get out of bed when the alarm goes off or else what's the fucking point? And I've just been in such a, past morning Hannah is a B she's like fuck it sleep more you need sleep and I agree and I think part of um, it's kind of a butterfly effect right if I can get to bed earlier then I will have no problem getting up in theory (laughs) but I just hate the alarm has gone off like five times most mornings in the last several months and I'm like what am I doing I respect my body and the desire for sleep and I just need to get into bed earlier so that I'm not snoozing that alarm. Cause I really love mornings. I want that time before I jump into my day to myself. I want to study my Spanish. I want to read. I want to journal. I want to take my dog for a walk. I want to eat breakfast and I want to do all of that non-chaotically. So I am going to pat, I'm going to shift that pattern. No more
1: snoozing. I will try to hold you to it. I'll call you at what time would it be? I don't even know what time it would be. Either. Um, I would love. Yeah, I'd be like going to dinner.
0: <laughs> I would love to get up at six thirty a.m. My ideal would be going to be, being in bed by ten p.m., reading for a little bit, falling asleep, getting eight hours, waking up at six thirty, starting my work day at nine.
1: That's my ideal situation. Sounds like a great one. One pattern that I want to shift is prioritizing. Movement more consistently to support my body and closing the stress cycle each day. Ooh, like I having that intentionality that. behind it. I just know that whenever I have something stressful happen, there is so much magic in going for a walk to like bring down that anxiety. And one of the things that the Nagowski sisters said in their book, Burnout, is just because you deal with the stressor doesn't mean you dealt with the stress. Preach. And so I feel like I'm really good at dealing with stressors. Like that's been my whole life. I deal with stressors all the time. Like I can, especially in business, like it's bound to happen, but I keep going back to like, I can deal with the stressor, but my body might still be under stress. And so I want to uh, choose a movement that feels good to kind of c- close that. Loop. What feels good to you right now? What do you like to do? Well, I'm walking a lot in Spain. I <laughs> love that walk. feels good. Um, I mean, I think it just kind of depends. Like it feels, this might, I don't know. I haven't put a lot of thought into this, but that's what this episode is for. I feel like it also depends on the type of stressor that I'm dealing with. If it's just like, a, like wow, I feel stressed because I've been staring at my to-do list all day and I feel like every time I check one thing off, there's two more that get added on. Like that feels like a like something that's a little more heady to like do a movement that is also heady. So like Pilates, yoga, or even just going for a walk where I'm like forced to use my brain to not think about business. Whereas like if I... You know, got five emails being rejected from these different things and just like had felt more angry. Like I'm speaking gigs, speaking gigs, like a cycling class, a boxing class, something that is more like physical exertion, like feels really good. So I just like be really like intentional and mindful around that. This quarter, I'll regret not. Continuing to publish lessons for the Weight Inclusive Business Academy. I feel like that tends to be the thing that gets put on the back burner most. Um, And I think it's because there's I'm not making a lot of money for the input that I'm putting into it right now. I'm expecting that to change eventually. But I think because of that, that tends to get put on the back burner. But I also know that it's going to be like, a slow burn of a business where I'm just going to have to like continue to chip away at things. Um, And so I don't want to regret not getting those done because I know that I'll feel good. If I get my goal of two published a quarter, I mean, two published a month
0: seems realistic, feels realistic this quarter. I'll regret not leaning into actually taking time off. So as you all know, in and out of burnout, sure you all are too. And I have two big trips coming up. Like I said, the one after graduation, I'm taking two full weeks off everything. I've never done that before. That means I'm not doing business coaching. I'm not running Nourish Colorado. I'm not going to do the podcast because we're going to do some pre-recording and you're going to do a solo episode or a guest episode, which I'm grateful for. And I'm not going to have grad school anymore because I'm going to be graduated. And so I will regret not using that time to do whatever the fuck I want. And I'm afraid of going into my email inbox to see what's up or falling into the addictive pattern of just checking things. And so I want to be really intentional of, no, there's not going to be really any other time. And I'm going to put a asterisk there because there can be, if I want, where I'm going to take two weeks off fully to do whatever I want to, that is personal to me, whether I want to do nothing or I want to clean my entire condo or I want to go on a van trip because hopefully I'll have my van and I will regret if I don't fully lean into that,
1: holding you accountable for that because you uh, need time off.
0: Okay. What I'm going to have you do or Caitlin, (laughs) because obviously she's listening is have her log me out of everything and change all the passwords.
1: Oh, that's smart.
0: And finally, the ways I'll nourish myself are feeding myself better. And when I say better, I would like to take some time to actually cook. Even if it's a basic Trader Joe's meal, I would like to do that. I did it last night. I made like shrimp stir fried rice and it was so good and it felt so nice. It took 20 minutes to make, very chill, and it felt better than grabbing my bagel for the 10th night in a row or whatever. Um, which ps is not the only thing I ate, but I'm just throwing together snack plates left and right, and that there's definitely a time in place, and that's awesome. But I miss just having like an actual nourishing meal that I made. Do you follow Trader Joe's five items or less on Instagram? No, but I wanted to make that account several years ago. Actually it is
1: such a game changer. It, they literally post like the five items you get at Trader Joe's and how to combine them. Like, look at this. Like, this is what you buy. Look how good that meal looks.
0: Um. Okay. Can you send me that on Instagram and we'll link it in the show notes as well? Yes, I absolutely can. It is
1: incredible.
0: Okay. That's going to make it so easy for me to nourish myself. Perfect. It is. And the other way that I want to nourish myself goes back to the... Pattern I want to shift, which is snoozing because it is so nourishing to me to have that time to myself in the mornings. And I really want to keep trying for that because when I do it, it feels awesome. When I don't do it, it feels chaotic.
1: The ways that I'll nourish myself are, I'm going to also take yours of cooking more meals for myself. Cooking for one person just fucking sucks sometimes. Totally agree. There, you make so much food. There's so many leftovers. I know technically I could like cut the recipe in half, but then I feel like it doesn't make enough food. It's like a weird balance. I don't love it. You don't like leftovers, right? No, I love leftovers. Oh, okay. Then that's perfect. It's fine. It just gets like monotonous. Yeah. Depends on how many leftovers there are. (laughs) And then I also like, we'll have leftovers. And then it just so happens like three nights in a row, I have friends that are like, Happy hour in tapas, and I don't say no. So then my leftovers go bad, and it's never since it's a vicious cycle. Um, right. Triggered. So, also, yes, want to be more mindful about cooking. I am so thankful. So, Heather Kaplan is so kind. Shout out to you, Heather. She sent me a HelloFresh, like free box after the heads conference because she was like, I know the last thing I want to do after conferences is cook. And then I was in such like a chaotic prep mode for my birthday party that I didn't use it. Sorry about that. but I have five days between getting home from Spain and going to Austin for Wind, And so I'm going to use it then. And I'm like, it's going to be a nice little welcome. I'm going to cook for myself when I get home. It's gonna be great. Oh, perfect. I was going to say, oh my God, no, the food went bad, which has happened to all of us. But you just hadn't used it yet. I haven't used it yet, so I hope it's still eligible. I'm so I'm (laughs) hoping it's still eligible for it. Um, I did get an email saying that it was still waiting for me, so I'm hoping that'll I'll just make that until hold um, on just a little longer, April just a little longer. And then the other ways that, that I'll nourish myself is hosting friends for meals and game nights. I'd love to kick that back up again. April, May, and June are like the Best weather months in Texas the whole year. It's like a little warm, but like not August warm yet, August hot yet. And so getting to utilize like my little outdoor space and just bring friends over for game nights, movie nights, pizza nights, things like that. And just um, I miss all my friends. It's it's I am so thankful I'm here, but it's weird to be gone for so long and like not get to hang out with them. And so hopefully to plan something with them whenever. back consistently.
0: So if you feel called to answer these questions, send it to us if you want, go to coffee with a friend, chat it out. It can feel really nice to just be prompted instead of having to dump in your journal and be like, what even happened? They're simple questions, fun to answer. 10 out of 10 recommend. Thanks for listening to the Weight Inclusive Innovators podcast. If you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe to the pod on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review, share with the business bestie, and check out our website at weightinclusiveinnovators.com. See you next week. Bye.